It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Scoop Road Order. It is Friday. We got the Wisconsin Badgers in town, 7.30 ABC tomorrow night. Uh, we've got a ton of recruits coming in. Uh, this is going to be a blackout. This is going to be the black jerseys. It's going to be a huge game. Big test for Jim Knowles coming over from the Big 12 uh, going against Wisconsin, same rushing attack that they've run for about 30 years uh, since Barry Alvarez ran the show. Uh, so this is going to be a big one. Uh, super excited. Could it get out of hand? It might. They've got three DBs out, uh, but we got to stop Braylon Allen, and it's going to be a big task for Jim Knowles, and uh, we're going to see how he's going to do it. So with that being said, as always, thankful for you guys. We are growing 16,000 plus on YouTube. Uh, massive, probably the biggest month we've ever had in terms of growth. Appreciate you guys as always. Give me a like down on and in my comments. I need to see who is the key that we need to stop against Wisconsin. Is it Braylon Allen? Is it the passing game? Is it Graham Mertz? Who do we need to stop? I need it in the comments. Who needs to step up on defense? Is it Jack Sawyer? Is it Tommy Eichenberg? Is it Mike Hall? Do we need Mike Hall back against that center playing nose? I think that he could be a big impact guy. I think they held him last week. Make sure he's 100% for this one. So see how it goes. With that being said, I'm going to bring in my favorite guy in the entire world he is uh the browns actually beat the steelers for once in like 30 years last night so this is a really weird day i'm not used to the browns ever beating the steelers mm -hmm. i've gone to so many games and i've seen the steelers just wax the browns but bill greed is here today before he uh hits the t-box bank how you doing today good man real good now do you think they should move to cody pickett i'm just gonna get that all the way real quick kenny not cody kenny oh cody's the guy from I always say that because Cody's a guy from the Washington Huskies that started at yeah. Washington my freshman year. Him. The fr My first game of the horseshoe, Cody Pickett was the starting quarterback, and he was like a Heisman whatever, yeah. and, and then he ended up not doing anything ever for the rest of his career. But I've, I've said that probably 20 times where I say Cody Pickett because he was the Washington Huskies quarterback. So you know, Kenny Pickett, do you yeah. think they should make the move? Man, I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is Tomlin kind of boxed himself in a corner. He has been so – 
so praising Mitch Trubisky since day one. I mean, they make him a captain, and they've just got now you ditch him after three games. You know, I don't know, and I don't think Trubisky's been awful, but you know, he's not what you need to win a to win a championship. If that's the goal, the goal is win a Super Bowl. I don't think it is in Pittsburgh. It ain't gonna be with Mitch Trubisky. You know, he's been given a chance and he's been okay. But it might be time, you know, at one and two, it might be time. You know, if they had won last night, two and one, it's so different. But one and two in this league is, man, I don't know. They've got 10 days till the next game. This would be the perfect time to do it. But Tomlin's not a panicker, man. And does this come across as like a panic move? It it might. So I don't know. I, I'm not a big Kenny Pickett guy, but yet. You know, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, the big thing is they need TJ Watt back more than anything, but That's he ain't coming back through that door soon. So we'll see. Like I said, I think Tomlin is very patient, trusts his guys. That's why they love him. It's why he's such a great coach. This would be a move out of the ordinary for Mike Tomlin. So we'll see what he does here. If he's going to do it, he's got to do it today or tomorrow. You know what I mean? So and yeah. announce it, and we're going with Kenny, and he gets all the reps. Yeah, and I, I love TJ Watt. That's the guy that I actually, I did some bodyguard work for, which you'd never believe because he wow. doesn't look like he needs a bodyguard. But I, when he came into town with JJ for the Arnold Classic, Arnold Schwarzenegger's event in Columbus, they actually peeled me off. And this is like seven years ago to bodyguard for JJ Watt and TJ Watt. And I'm like, wow. those guys don't need bodyguards. But at the time, JJ was like the, you know, the 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 the, the monster of, of the NFL, the number one player yeah. in the NFL. And TJ was just like a junior at Wisconsin who nobody even knew who he was. Like he wasn't Great. like TJ Watt, like the player of the no. year. Like nobody wanted his autograph. Nobody knew who he was. Nobody took a photo of him. JJ was like, he was like Mick Jagger walking around, but it was just hilarious. Cause like TJ's turned into this, you know, a guy who's on a oh, kind of a, a hall, a hall of fame arc type hall guy. And no doubt. Yeah, and, 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 but they were two of the nicest, classiest people. Like I, couldn't be a bigger fan they're such nice people and like uh, i just i don't know i just i, I hope he gets yeah, back because i i love watching him he's such a good kid and, yeah. and seeing him dominate it's just weird like it's like if you, it'd be like if you saw some kid at high school at a camp and he was real nice to you and you're like yeah he's a nice player or whatever and then he turned into like you know jamar right. chase or something and you'd be like that was the little kid that was running around or or like Mike, you know, if, if Michael Thomas is like real nice to you at that Under Armour camp and he said, he wasn't. He's the worst play. He, he wasn't. Said, well, yeah, <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> Nor should you know. he have yeah. if he read what I wrote. Oh, God. Hey, man. So you got to keep I'll it real, my man. i story about yeah. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt, you know, in high school, he was okay. You know, but I mean, he wasn't recruited by Alabama and Georgia. Trust yeah. me. So... We had him as like a two-star or three-star. Alan True, I mean, I thought it was cool that we even had the guy listed. So wow. Alan True was our national guy, that Midwest guy, and he ranks him two-star, three-star, and he offers Joe that that's what he was. Even Wisconsin didn't even want him, you know, coming out of high school. So J.J. Watt's dad writes Alan True, a very nice, you know, I've gotten some dad emails before, and they're not nice wow. at all. He was very tactful, but he just said, you're missing the boat on my kid. I'm just telling you, you know, I respect you. You do a great job. You're missing the boat on my kid, JJ, you know? And I was like, yeah, right. You know, so <laughs> we had a good laugh about it. And then it was like, yeah, the guy's, he's not bad, you know? And then it was like, he's a superstar. So TJ comes along and Alan Trues, he gets a hold of me and he's like, look, 
I don't want to hear from this dad again, but I don't think this kid's any good. He goes, you watch the film. And he goes, and be honest. And if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong and we'll bump him up. I watched so much TJ Watt film. It had nothing to do with my ranking. I didn't have to rank the kid. And I said, he sucks. I said, he's not going to be any good. He goes, I think you're right. We got this one. Ranked him low. Dad comes back again. I know you think I'm a crazy dad. I'm just telling you, this kid's going to be really good. He's a late bloomer, blah, blah. So then Alan True told me if they have grandkids or whatever, if they have nephews, <laughs> next one that comes along, he's a five-star automatically. I don't even care if he doesn't play football. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just tells you it's not an exact science. I mean, and even after blowing the first one, you look at the second one, it's like, he can't play. He's not any good. And now he's headed to the Hall of Fame. And you mentioned oh, Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas is the absolute worst player I've ever seen at an all-star game and i've covered a ton of those all-star games and i saw some bad freaking players i saw that old lineman that ohio state was going to take under urban who was the kid from colorado dude he's uh, the Mer- he not, Mer- not moretti moretti no no before him oh my gosh i i can't think it, of was, it wasn't the kid that went to auburn is it the, the kid from the colts that you uh you said like he Thank pulled out ohio the girls state. he came to ohio state i can't think of the kid's name but he came to ohio state it didn't last and he was terrible we saw him in an all-star game. I remember Joey O'Connor, Joey O'Connor. That's him. And he was the nicest kid in the world, but he couldn't block yeah. me. So you see these, but Mike Thomas was worse than him. Mike Thomas, <laughs> I would not have recommended for Akron or Kent. He was slow. He was skinny and he had bad hands. And he was so abused in that all-star game. He didn't belong there. Keyshawn got him in. And now you look at him now, he is headed to the hall of fame. And I have so much respect for that guy for what he turned himself into. I mean, I love the, I love those stories. I love being wrong on him. Man, he, 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 good for him. I was happy to see that from Mike Thomas. And he did it all through hard work. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he didn't grow 10 inches and he didn't all of a sudden become, <laughs> he, he became what he became out of hard work. So. Yeah. And I'll, be wrong I'll, on you guys. I'll always love Mike Thomas because in 2012, when Urban took over and we had the spring game, we had like, we have, we had a draft where we would draft by position. And, you know, I was on Tom Herman's team. I was like the O-line coach on Tom Herman's team. Ed was on the other team. So we're going down the list and I had like a cheat sheet, a mock draft. Like I did, like I put on an Excel thing where I, I had every guy listed and I was looking at our receivers and we, you know, Zach was on the other team. So he took all, he took, you know, like, court, like Philly Brown, the guys that actually played, you yeah. know, uh, Evan. Devin, and so, Devin, yeah, yeah. Devin. Yes. I mean, our receivers, like we were literally starting a walk on and I was like, I'm like, Tom, we need to take Mike Thomas. He's a scholarship guy. Like, I mean, you know, we don't even have, we're, we're starting like two walk-ons at receivers, like take Mike Thomas. And you know, it was like, yeah, when you open up, it's not like a, a fantasy football draft where it's like, okay, I take Pat Mahomes. Okay, you take Ezekiel, whatever. It's like, it's like you open up a position. Okay, we're opening up the X wide receiver. And then you draft all the X wide receivers. All right, we're opening up the Z wide receivers. Or or if it's just wide receivers or just tackles or whatever. So you got to like, you know, there's, there's some, it's not just like I want Braxton Miller. Okay, you take, you know, whoever, Malcolm Jenkins, whatever. It's like yeah. you, you have to open up a position and then you draft every player in that position. And, and like, we were getting down to it. I'm like, dude, we got to take Mike Thomas. He's a freshman. He's he, he rolled early. He, you know, he went to military school. So he's actually like a sophomore and, you know, and 
Tom opened up another position and and I was like pissed. And he like he said some smart ass thing about me like having a hissy fit, which I, I still laugh at. I thought it was funny. Cause I was like, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, or, or, you know, I was like, what the F, dude? I was like, we gotta, we gotta. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take a receiver. And so Mike, we take Mike, who, I mean, the guy's could have had a lower opinion on. He goes out and has like 11 catches for like 113 yards. Doesn't run the right route on a single play. It was just him and Braxton just like freestyling like they're in the park like just like go get open and like and he did it and i was like i'm sitting there and we won we, he like carried us to victory and then he like he didn't play and then he redshirted you don't get yeah. any juco kids that you bring in oh. and they redshirt you know how bad a juco kid has to be to redshirt i mean well, or 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 with mike JUCO, i mean yeah with, with mike high. Yeah, it's amazing. Went, what he turned himself into is amazing. Mike went to he's military school. He's an amazing oh, he, runner. Oh, he, yeah, he's like he's like the the prototype now. Mike went to military academy with Cardell. They sent Cardell there so that he could get a year of separation from Braxton because him and Braxton yeah. are the same. Yeah. They're the same recruiting class. So it's like you know right. now we take we take two quarterbacks in like every class it seems like. But back then it was like well let's get a year of separation then we'll redshirt Cardell so he'll have yeah. two years away from Braxton so he can actually play. And then uh, they sent Mike Thomas there, and so Mike plays as a tr- as a as a true freshman, even though he's like a a, a sophomore age because he went to military school. Because military school basically replaced his freshman year. It was like yeah. it's like it's like it's like thirteenth sure. grade, and so plays as a true freshman. Then he redshirts as a sophomore, which is like a third year third year out of high school, and that's like most kids are in the transfer portal or they're right. gone. You, know, you, can't then, play. you can't play yeah. if you get to that point you're 20 years old and you are who you are yeah and then you know yeah. mike just hits this spurt where he turns yeah. into this monster and you're just like monster. oh my god monster. yeah and we won yeah. a national title and you know, he catches yeah. the, the ball from uh from evan you know in the corner of the end yeah. zone you know that little yeah. reverse pass i mean it was it was just crazy but uh we're gonna get on to on on to wisconsin after we talked about tj and jj too the the nicest classiest kids in the world I still hate Wisconsin as much as I hate Michigan because when I played against them and Brett Bielema was their head coach, there isn't a team in the universe that talked more trash than Wisconsin. And I was like, oh my God, these, they were like up there with like, you know, Illinois beat us in 07, but 06, I mean, just the most talkative crew. Like Michigan doesn't really talk. Wisconsin would never shut up. And I think that was because of Bielema. But anyways, uh, I digress. I beat him my senior year and that was a great win. I was so happy to beat those guys because they're a bunch of a-holes. But anyways, um, Wisconsin, how are you feeling about it, Bank? They've got three DBs out. 
Uh, you know, we know what the game plan is going to be. It's going to be the Michigan yeah. game plan, beat the tar out of us up front, run the ball, control the clock, have CJ watching the game on the sideline. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on this Friday? Has anything changed this week as you've heard about the injuries? No, it hasn't changed for me because I think they're going to do what they do. I have so much respect for Jim Leonard. His guys are going to be prepared. I think he's going to play the safeties 20 yards off the ball. Um, you know, you're going to play coverage. I mean, they're going to give up the run. You know, you have to you have to choose your poison here. And I think his poison is going to be to make them drive 80 yards, 12 plays, and hope they either screw up and turn it over on the way down there, or you can force them into a punt. Or if they do get down close in the red zone, you fight like heck and you hold them to a field goal and maybe six minutes just came off the clock. If they throw over the top to, to Jackson or, or Marvin Harrison or, or Mecca and it's seven nothing and then Wisconsin goes three and out with Mertz and then they bomb them again and it's 14 nothing and then it's 21 three, it's over. I mean, this thing I'll end, this score will be whatever Ryan Day wants it to be. Wisconsin can only win this game one way. They have to keep, you know, and, and it's the Oregon way, it's the Michigan way, Nebraska did it last year. Uh, Notre Dame did it early. You got to keep Ohio State around 30. And that's not easy to do. And Wisconsin, I don't know that Wisconsin can score 30, even if they hold Ohio State to 30. But that's the premise. If this thing ends up a track meet, then you only have one school running in this track meet. You know, it's hard to win a track meet when your team doesn't run. So there's eight flyers running up and down the lanes and Ohio State's getting all the points. They need a rock fight, a street fight. And even then, I'm not sure Wisconsin can win that game. It could be like Notre Dame game was early this year, where you're battling, you're, you're in it, but then you just don't have enough to win it. And that's kind of how I see this will go. I kind of see it as a high state. I think I called it 35-20 on the site, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be a total annihilation just because I have that much respect for their style of play and for Jim Leonard. But I, I really, I mean, it's, it would take like an upset of epic proportions for this team to beat Ohio State. I do think they're better than their record. They lost the game to Washington State. If you just go back and look at the raw stats of that game, that should have been about a 30 to 10 victory for Wisconsin. I don't know how they lost the game. That gained them like 400 to 250. Um, Wisconsin did turn it over three times, but they got three turnovers. So those should have you know, canceled each other. I think Wazoo was like two for 13 on third down. They could not run the ball at all. I mean, you look at those stats and you would swear Wisconsin won that game 30 to 13, not losing at 17, 14. So I think they're, they're quality. I think Wisconsin's good. I think they're better than people think they are. I'll give you a stat. The last 10 times that was, that Wisconsin has had to throw the ball 25 times. They're 0 and 10. So they only have one path, man. There's only one path here. They have to run the ball. I mean, Brandon, if Brandon Allen has 13 carries for 29 yards, this game's going to be 51 to three. If Braylon, if Braylon Allen has 25 carries for 142 yards, then we have a game into the fourth quarter. So I think this one's pretty simple to break it down. Now, do you think, uh, after the Toledo game and watching our favorite player, the 280 pound running back that they ran right up the gut and just running guys ever. Yeah. I, I know that was like your guys, like that guy, 
yeah. yeah, he's not going to outrun anybody, but he's going to run you over and kill you. Like, do you think yeah. that's that is going to inspire the plan for Wisconsin? I know Wisconsin does what they do, but like, you know, when you see that kid dropping the shoulder and running guys up, like guys don't like that. Like, when you got to tackle two hundred fifty pound meatball, and that guy's a little tough dude, little you know, yeah. little, you know, little tubber. Like those those guys suck to tackle. They're miserable to go against, and and they they wear guys out. Like that's what I used to tell people. Like when we used to do our the old as as Bank Green used to call it, my offense with Jim Trussell, the old covered wagon, my favorite. Covered like wagon. we the old covered wagon. Like we'd you know, like we'd get Beanie, you'd get two, and you get three, then you get one, then you get three. But it's like, you know, every one of those plays, we are coming off the rock and we are double teaming and beating the tar out of guys. So it's like, you know, that's like Wisconsin football. They they wear guys down because again, nobody likes to get double teamed by two three hundred and fifty pound six seven tackles because wisconsin always has these like mammoth human beings that are that are their o-linemen and it's like you know that wears teams out because you're you know when you sign up to play three technique at ohio state you sign up to rush the passer and go to the nfl you don't sign up to get double teamed by 700 pounds of offensive line like every single play that's like the bad part of the gig so do you think that that uh obviously that's their ticket to winning but do you think that you see similarities between that guy style and Braylon Allen because Braylon is a he's bruiser. Great. He's bruiser. great. And yeah. they have a backup that the former Tr Clemson guy, Chase Malusi, will come in and spell him. You yeah. know, so they don't miss a beat if Braylon Allen needs to take a break. So the, the interesting thing here will be, you know, Jim Knowles is going to play his 4-2-5, his three safeties. And if he's controlling the line of scrimmage, controlling the run, he's going to change a thing. But if Braylon Allen in his first 10 carries has 72 yards, what do you do then? Do you stick with your 4-2-5 or do you pull one of those safeties and, and get another linebacker on the field? Do you end up going with Eichenberg, Simon, and Steel Chambers just to get an extra body? You know, do you go to more of a typical 4-3? I mean, I think you almost have to at that point. You, know, you have to be willing to adjust out of what you're doing. You know what I mean? When Alab when Ohio State plays Alabama in a championship game and going into it, you think you need to stop the run, foolishly, by the way. But that's what they thought. So you've got Justin Hilliard and Tuff Borland on the field, and Alabama is laughing at you as they're just scoring at will. And you don't adjust out of it. You just die with that. I mean, you can't do that. You know, and I think Jim Knowles is smarter. And the people that I talked to before the season, I wrote this on the site, they think he is a tremendous in-game adjuster. So I'd almost like to see Braylon Allen get out of the gate early just to see Knowles have to make that adjustment and see what adjustment he does make, you know? So that's, you know, we, we saw it in the opening game when, you know, Tyler Buckner, I think started off, did he start off eight for eight, I think against Ohio State throwing the ball. And then he finished like his last eight, I think he completed two or something. So. Knowles is great at this, and I'd almost like to see Wisconsin get out of the gate running the ball just to see the adjustment from Jim Knowles. When you love the chess stuff like you and I like, um, of course it's better if Ohio State wins 75 nothing for our website, but yet for us, I think it'd be kind of cool to see Braylon Allen get loose early just to see what Jim Knowles does. I, you know, I, I agree because I, I think that, you know, you need some of these fights. You don't need every game to be 55 to 10 as much as we'd like that. Like, I, I want to see it be a street fight. These guys got to get hardened up and get ready for, because again, I'm like you. I view every win and every game. Is it, is that good enough to beat Georgia? 
that's the only lens I look at. Is it good enough to Where be true? Because that's that is the right now. I think that they are head and shoulders above everybody. And the only thing that makes people happy around here in Ohio and the Ohio State fan base is you go with the Natty. So the team that's going to be at the end of the end of that yeah. gate is going to be the Georgia Bulldogs because no one's going to beat those guys. But I uh, I totally agree with that. Like I think. It'll be interesting to see if we run three defensive ends because we did that last week. We put Tyler Friday in with JT and Jack Sawyer did the stand-up Jack. So yeah. honestly, if you put a gun to my head and say, Kirk, who would you put in at Sam linebacker when they have a tight end in line? I'd put Jack Sawyer there. And I'd put JT and Zach Harrison and Ty Leak and whoever yeah. else, you know, Michael Dronkich, because Jack's 267. And he is a load for a tight end to block as the as the nine on the outside shoulder of the tight end. Like that guy will set the edge. He, yeah, he's running really well. I mean, he gets there with force and violence. And and again, like I I don't know if they'll it'd run the three DNs, but they did it last week. They did a lot against Toledo because they put Tyler Friday in, yeah. and they you know when they were doing the the three down Jack thing. And and honestly, it's going to be interesting to see how he deploys the Jack because I love the Jack just because. I evaluate defenses on how big of a pain they are for offensive lines to block. And when you have that Jack standing up and walking around and he moves around right before the snap, that's really hard to adjust to, especially when it's, you know, in, in Ohio. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Stadium and loud. And you know, when our defense is on the field and the stadium will be rocking and loud it's hard for the O-line to point and adjust when Jack Sawyer moves around and picks holes. And, and based on the calls that, that he gets from Jim Knowles, he gets to do dirt. He he's, he does different things. Like he might align yeah. the same yeah. way three different times and have three different responsibilities. So it's like, you know, that, that is miserable to try to block it. And, and, emulate- and, and he kind of takes his shot at everybody on that O-line. You know, you remember when, oh, yeah. Ohio State, and I'm sure you do. <clears throat> Remember the Khalil Mack day? Oh, absolutely. I, I was, they moved I, him around, yeah. and he got to abuse everybody. He didn't just absolutely. take advantage of Taylor Decker like people thought. No, he got Corey Lindsley. He got a little bit of everybody. They moved him around, and he torched every O-lineman that tried to block him. And when they doubled him, he was too quick to double. He was just too good. You know, and that's what I see out of Jack Sawyer, a guy that doesn't stay lined up over the same O tackle for 60 plays. He's over here, then he's over there, then he's in the middle, and he gets to take his shot at everyone. And good luck. You better have him, you better have him identified, and you better not miss your blocking call and leave him free because he's going to kill someone then. That's, yeah, that's when it, turnovers come. So, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> that, that Buffalo yeah. game was my first game out of coaching in 2013. I was sitting – next to Gordon Gee, who is the president in Gene Smith and Sheila Smith suite. And 
I remember I texted Urban in like early August and I said, look, I know that it's Buffalo and I know that you don't, you know, it's not Bama or Georgia, but there's literally, here's a scouting report. This guy's a projected like top 20 pick. So you got to take this guy seriously, even though his jersey doesn't say Florida Gators or Seminoles or right. Clemson Tigers. Cause you know, sometimes like, you know, with Urban, you know, it's like when you're playing these Mac teams, like, oh, they don't have, you know, it's Mac school or whatever. But it's like, <laughs> I'm like, no, this guy would start anywhere in America. He'd start for us okay. and he'd be our best player. And, and I knew that Taylor might struggle in his first start, but when he was whipping Jack Muhort, who was a fifth year senior, he got oh, him off. Oh God. Yeah. I was, I was like this guy. And I texted Jack after the game. I was like, how good is that guy? He's like, dude, he's the best guy I ever got one against. And like, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and Jack won against, you know, Johnny Simon and a bunch of guys sure. from Wisconsin, Michigan, sure. Frank Clark, you know, and he's like, that guy's bar none, the best guy. And then, you know, he ends up going top five of the draft. Probably could have been the number one overall pick over Clowney. Probably should have been the number one pick over Clowney. Cause he's been better than Clowney. Better you know, but, yeah. yeah. But, but again, you know, it's just, that's just, I, I, that was that was one of those games that I just it's like crystal in my head because I remember sitting there and and Gene and Sheila Smith and Gordon Gee are like, is what's wrong with our guys? Like, is this guy really that good? And I'm like, no, he's really good. Like, I talked to scouts before the game. I talked to, and they're like, you better watch out for that guy for that for that Mac guy. And I was like, I was like, I know I've watched him. He's really good. But again, when you're in a Buffalo jersey and you're right. working the tackle right. from Akron and Eastern Michigan and you know, like, like, you're like, well, how good is he really? He's going to be going against Jack Muhort and just like dogging him out. And I was like, oh my God, because it yeah. was my, this is my last remember one story, but in 04, I made my first time playing, we played Cincinnati, the Bearcats. And I remember going against the DN they had. And, it, and I was like, man, I must suck. Cause this guy is like good. And Rob Sims said the same thing. He's like, dude, that might be the best guy I ever played against. And I was like, the Cincinnati Bearcats is Trent Cole. You know, who's a pro bowler in the NFL. And like he was like, he ended up being a late round pick, but he was a multiple time pro bowler, just a monster off the edge. And I'm like, God, I must suck because this is a Cincinnati guy who beat me. He's not a Penn State or a Michigan. And you know, but sometimes you just don't know. These guys get under recruited and they they play hard. And he was a beast, man. But um, so to wrap this thing up, uh, you think um I don't know, man. I I I think this thing, you know, with the three DBs being out, obviously that gives you a little bit of uh it gives you a little bit of comfort just because I know how much you're going to be throwing the ball. But I learned my lesson after Oregon last year when they didn't have Justin Flo and Kayvon Thibodeau and it was a right. noon game. Right. I was like, oh, there's no way we're losing this one. And then, yeah, we show up and just get, you know, kicked all over the field by the Oregon Ducks. And I, I just, that was a game I'll never understand. But uh, you feel pretty decent about this one going into uh, to Friday afternoon, Bank? Yeah, I, I don't think it's a game Ohio State can well anyone can lose to anyone i don't think it's a game they should lose but i sure don't see this as a 48 to 9 game either um and i could be dead wrong been wrong before and but i just think this is a a hard fought game it's a rock fight a street fight that eventually ohio state with the more talented team the better quarterback eventually they prevail could be a like a carbon copy of the Notre Dame game where you're watching yeah. that game and yeah, Notre Dame has the lead, but you really don't think Ohio State's going to lose this game. You know, and I think, and then eventually the more talented team takes over, wins the fourth quarter, puts it away. That's what I see. I see a 35-20 game that maybe is a 21-17 game going to the fourth quarter or something like that. I, I think close, I, but not really close. Yeah, I, that, that's how I feel. Like, I, I think that, you know, the, these guys... They'll, they'll score on us a little bit, but they're not, you know, I'll never feel like super uncomfortable because we've got 
you know, the, the far superior quarterback, we've got the far superior skill guys. So, yes. you know, our, yes. our O-line's coming along, they're playing sure. physically. So, you know, but again, like that's, you know, you're physical, but our, you know, Wisconsin's a different level of physical because they're, they get off, they, they, they get out of the training room and get their ankles taped and they're already doing, hitting the blocking sled. And I just, I know what it's like playing Wisconsin, because it's like, you got to take a couple extra Advil on the Tuesday before the week just to get your body right. Because it's, it's, it is a physical with an F yeah. type game. Mike Singletary, I like, say that. I like their coaching staff. I always talk about Jim Leonard, you know, and it's probably a mistake not to talk about Paul Chris because yeah. they do what they do. They're not national yeah. championship contenders every year, but they're pain in the butt every year to play. And they're yeah. going to play from the, the time they throw the ball up until the time that game ends. They fight you for every inch, regardless of the scoreboard, where some teams Ohio State plays – like Michigan State last year, I thought they didn't have Kenneth Walker. He went out early, and they just said, we don't want to be here. You know, screw this. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get somebody next week. And I thought Michigan State just quit, like, in the second quarter of that game. Yeah. And we've seen teams do that to Ohio State when they're just overwhelmed, outmatched. Well, Ben ain't going to be with these dudes. You know, I don't care if it's 52-3 to three with one minute to go. Somebody's going to hit somebody from Wisconsin going to hit an Ohio State dude. They will fight you for 60 minutes. That's the Paul Christ way. That's the uh, Barry Alvarez way. Oh. Jim Leonard. That's just what they coach and how they play. They play so freaking hard, you know, oh. for 60 minutes. They just don't have the talent. They're not Bama. They're not Georgia. They're not Ohio State. They're not USC. But oh. they do what they do. And, you know, I, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll really be a good game. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. Uh, real quick, just to touch on recruiting, Obviously, we've got Keon Keeley coming up. We've got the uh, the Brew Crew 2.0 led by Luke Montgomery. He's going to be in yeah, town. We've got yeah. Ennis and Tate and Fletcher mm -hmm. and everyone's flying up. Do you think that helps when you have that kind of that system around Keon Keeley? Hey, these are the guys that can be your teammates. You've got five-star receivers, a five-star tackle in Luke. You know, you got all this, you know, you know Wilson Jr. You know, you got all these kids around you. Does that help with Keon Keeley? Sure it does. Sure it does. Mm -hmm. Make him is familiar. I wish he'd come every week, you know, yeah. so does Ryan day, Ryan day. Like I have him come to every game, come to the road game, come yeah. to practice oh, yeah. on Wednesday. Whenever, yeah. you know, whenever you want to come here, you're welcome. So yeah. yeah, familiarity only helps. And he's not coming back. This is a business trip this time. The first mm -hmm. one might've been a fun time. See the Notre Dame game. It's cool. Coming back in a couple of weeks shows business. I think they're getting him. And I've written yeah. it that I think they're getting him. Um, and my guys from Florida that you love so much oh, told me all along that it's Bama, and now they're backtracking and they're wavering. So, I, and I've had a good source telling me that Ohio State's in this from way back before he decommitted from Notre Dame. So, I think they're getting him, you know. And and yeah, it helps having all those guys around. And you know, I, I did want to say something about Luke Montgomery since you mentioned him. And I don't know if people know this or not, but he is now taking college courses at the University of Finley. Did you know that? I did not. He has enough classes, enough courses to graduate high school. He's so sharp and so smart. And then he is, I think he takes one class right now at, in high school just to stay eligible. But he, he goes to Finley College every day. So he's in. he drives from high school to college. He's that sharp of a kid. And that's serious. I think he's taking math and something else at Finley. So when he gets to Ohio State, you know, in January, he's going to have college credits under his belt already. And people always talk about how dumb O-linemen are. And I know that drives you insane. 
And I've had it, you know, I've had a coach from the New England Patriots just scream at me that his O linemen are the smartest people in the building <laughs> in New England. I had a guy about four or five years ago, a guy screaming at me, telling me that. So Luke Montgomery, so smart, shows so sharp, so serious. You know, he takes this recruiting stuff seriously. He's just he's just like the perfect Buckeye recruit. You know what I mean? And I think people need to know that about him, about how he looks at his education you know i think that i wouldn't i wouldn't do that as a senior if i only had to take one class just to be eligible to play football man i i wouldn't be driving to college to take college courses every day but that's the difference between him and me that's why he's going to be so successful you know not only in, as a football player but in life i mean great kid and you know sometimes we don't point those stories out we talk about the four fours and the diving catches but I did want to point that out about Luke Montgomery. I thought it needed mention. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's smart when kids are progressive with their education, because it's like the Paris Johnson model. Like Paris is going to leave after this year. It's going to be a first round pick. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And he's going to be graduated. So he never has to come back to college and be like, 35 years old sitting in class with a bunch of 18 year olds like i mean like that's there's nothing better in the world than getting your degree because the best part about it is other than getting your degree is you never have to go to class again so it's like paris is going to be a guy who's going to be a first team all-american he's going to have his degree and he's going to be a first round pick and that's never happened before you've never had a three and out guy who's graduated and that's why luke's smart for getting started because i'm sure those there's all transferred to ohio state he'll probably start off you know as a middle of the year freshman he's going to graduate early so by the time yeah. it's august next year he's going to be a probably a sophomore credit wise so you know you, you, these guys all want to be three and out and the most optimal way to be three and out and, and get drafted you know in the first or second round is also have your degree because then you never have to go to class again so that's i think that's great by luke it's, yeah. it's great intel by eubank <laughs> um but i think again he's a kid and people can call me crazy but we're going to need a right tackle next year. And he's an advanced pass protector. And in Ryan Day's offense, if you give me $100, I'm spending $99 on pass protection for my for my, for my my tackles. So yeah. if you can pass block and keep, you know, uh, whatever, you know, if it's, if it's uh, Kyle McCord or Devin Brown or whoever upright, then we're going to win a lot of games. You know, because that's how, and that's how the NFL is. You watch the NFL, man, and it's like run blocking is, has never been at less of a premium than it is now. It's important. But pass blocking is just optimal. If you want to yeah. get paid in the league, be the best pass blocker in, in <laughs> Joe Thomas. You know, Joe Thomas is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer because he's a pass blocker. So, um, and that's a good Wisconsin boy too. He's actually my age. So I, uh, I appreciate you, Bank, as always. Um, I hope you have a great weekend, my friend. Go hit him hard and straight on. Uh, hit that little white ball today, all right, my man? Got it. You got it. <laughs> all, right. all right, brother. I'll see you, my man. That was Bill the Bank Green, the best recruiting guy in the entire world. My guy, only on BuckeyeScoop.com. Uh, just a fantastic uh, analysis of Wisconsin, some inside stuff. Um, the TJ Watt story is great. And, uh, you know, some stuff on recruiting. So 
Uh, if you enjoyed that, Bank has the incredible, legendary Bill the Bank Green chat every Thursday. It goes on all day. It is epic, and we have a blast on that. I'd love to have you guys join that. Um, he's got a ton of recruiting intel coming from this weekend. Uh, he's got the best sources in the South. So, I mean, his guys in Florida are just nails, so it's great. Uh, but I'd love to have you on BuckeyeScoop.com. we got the game thread fired up. Uh, we're talking analysis for Ohio State. Uh, we did an all-22 film breakdown, which you can also find on YouTube right now. Take a look at it. So I hope you guys are having a great weekend. Got to beat these Badgers, man. So go Bucks, beat Wisconsin. Thank you, as always, Buckeye Nation. Thank you, Scoop family. Comment below. I want your score predictions and shout out where you're from. Because that's still my favorite thing is where you guys shout out where you're from. Uh, and give me your score predictions and give me your game MVPs. So I'm asking for a lot, but I love reading your comments and I appreciate you guys as always. If you enjoyed this, leave a like and I'll see you on BuckeyeScoop.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you, Scoop family. Thank you, Buckeye Nation. Beat Wisconsin.